Hello, hello, hello. I hope everybody's doing very well today. And this is your host, Michael G. And I kind of want to just go over a lot of this because we see constantly... I honestly think people too are too exposed to the stock market. If you want a, a way to be exposed to other markets like the bond market, you can technically do this through a uh, exchange-traded fund through, of course, a brokerage account, which isn't exactly the worst idea ever because the whole goal is massive diversification across different mediums. This is why I'm a big fan of the Vanguard um, Real Estate Investment Trust, uh, well, Investment uh, Fund. It's one of my favorites. And in the way I see it, it's very simple. I, I think that... Uh, Sorry, I can't even speak. Yikes. So my whole thing is I'm always diversifying. I think you should always allocate assets and keep putting money towards different assets. Now, I will admit the bond market I do foresee as something that will potentially crash. I'll admit. Um do I have a lot of faith in the bond market? Not really at all. I'm I'm of the firm belief the the bond market's kind of uh, a little whack sometimes, and I think that uh, the U.S. Treasury's bond market, for instance, is kind of bullshit. But I don't know. I, well, let's look at it first off. Let's just look at the bond market to begin with. So let's just take a closer look because this expose the BND. It does expose you to the bond market overall. One more moment. All right, so I'm going to show you guys what I'm... Hold on. I'm going to shrink myself. Oh, my God, I'm shrinking, shrinking, shrinking. Okay, here we go. So, Vanguard Total Bond Market, a success story. Let's read. I just like reading the different news articles. For more than... Th uh, this one's from Morningstar.com. Uh... It's by, hold on, let me read, make sure I'm reading that. For Vanguard Total Bond Market, a success story. For more than 30 years, the fund has delivered on all counts. It's by John Reckenthaler, uh, published August 19th, 2021. As Vanguard Total Bond Market Index Fund, uh, exemplifies the best of its industry its first attribute is dependability when launched in 1986 total bond market carried an unprecedented charter to mimic a bond index vanguard had already shown that stocks could be successfully indexed through its landmark s&p 500 fund however replicating the leading bond index then called lehman brothers aggregate bond index was a trickier task the aggregate held thousands of securities rather than hundreds and many of these securities were illiquid the fund was has topped the expectations of even the most fervent uh, advocates during the past three decades its total returns volatility and risk-adjusted performance have almost exactly matched that of its benchmark now dubbed bloomberg barclays u.s bond aggregate total bond market has behaved as promised here total 
I mean, that's not bad. An annualized return of 5.67%, standard deviation 3.5%, sharp rate. That's not bad. Index fund skeptics often invoke the strategy's hidden transaction fees as neither trading spreads nor commissions uh, appear in funds' expense ratios. Their implication is correct. The SEC regards trading costs as investment expenditures rather than fund company outlays. Uh, and thus exempts them from expense ratio calculations. However, their effect on the major index funds is rarely material. <laughs> they certainly have not been with total bond markets since total bond market since 1991. The fund has trailed its benchmark by an average of 0.19 percentage points per year. The chart below compares that amount with the size of the fund's stated expense ratios, averaged over those same 30 years. Now, that's a match, to be sure. The numbers won't always line up so precisely. Transaction costs do exist. Clearly, clearly though, they are in negligible for total bond market, which severely limits its trading activities uh, for all practical purposes. The fund provides the returns of its index minus its expenses. <clears throat> Considering the competition, of course, matching a benchmark isn't useful if that index performs poorly. Vanguard has been fortunate in that bonds have enjoyed a long bull run since total bond market was introduced. However, if the fund's absolute results have lain outside its control, its relative performance has not. When total bond market was launched, Vanguard maintained that regardless of the market's direction if, or how other mark funds behaved its cost advantage would ensure superior performance that has indeed been the case 30 years ago there sorry there were 92 intermediate core bond mutual funds since then 72 have disappeared through liquidations or mergers. Thus, total bond market has bested the those 72 funds. Among the 20 remaining funds, total bond market has posted the 10th highest return and 5th lowest standard deviation and 4th best risk-adjusted performance. Admittedly, total bond market hasn't outgained three-fourths of the surviving funds. Uh as have most of Vanguard's stock index funds. Uh, viewing the contest more broadly, though, there certainly is glory in placing 10th among 92 starters. Also, while total bond market has ridden an absolute tailwind, it has battled a relative headwind. As most of its rivals have courted moderately greater risk, should the bond market reverse course, the fund's return ranking will probably increase. The direct approach. 
Bond funds do have a drawback. The price for a bond fund never rests. At no time can shareholders count on getting the amount of the original investment back should they redeem their shares. In contrast, if a directly owned bond is held until its maturity date, investors can recover 100% of their original outlay. There is an, there is an advantage to such certainty. However, unless direct bond investors wish to accept event risk, that is, the possibility that some of their holdings will default or be called, they must restrict themselves in high-quality issues that pay relatively low yields. Although bond funds also face event risk, the danger to them is much reduced because their portfolios are so highly diversified. Chief among them are treasuries. And total bond market has more has more than held its own against treasury portfolios naturally the fund has been able to match the returns of long treasuries quite literally they don't make bonds like that like that anymore but it has outgained the bloomberg barclays intermediate term treasury index over the past 30 years and it has posted better risk adjusted performance than the long treasury index too Another way of viewing the matter is to compare the income that would have been received by an investor who bought treasuries three decades ago, reinvesting the principal into newly issued treasuries as required, with the income distributed over the same period by total bond market. The chart below depicts the annual yield for three hypothetical treasury portfolios in total bond market, assuming an initial investment in January 1991 of $10,000. Let's go to the summary. <laughs> in the 1990s, Vanguard total bond market became the biggest intermedi intermediate uh, core bond fund. 20 years later, it, uh, it became the largest bond fund, period. The outcome has benefited both parties of the exchange. Total bond market shareholders have received exactly what they sought. In return, the industry has demonstrated once again that although it no longer generates much excitement, it can and should be credited for quiet competence. Now, me personally, I'm not a big fan of the bond market, but I do believe you should have the total bond market in your portfolio. So all you have to do, uh, go on your brokerage account and just type in BND, uh, which is just Vanguard total bond market, which you need. I think you need it. Um, could be wrong. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um. This is interesting. So this is an article about a pair of Vanguard bond ETFs that allow you to get globalized exposure. Now, I think, first off, having, having a globalized exposure is very important. You want to make sure that you have exposure to everything under the sun, at least for the most part. But let's just read the article. This will be the last one we'll do. Um, this article is by... Um, Actually, I don't know who the actual author is, but that's okay. Um, this is on NASDAQ.com. It's an article. It's called, uh, the contributor is editor at ETFFriends.com, or I should say ETFTrends.com. ETF Trends is the uh, contributor of the article. This, in the title of the article is, This Pair of Vanguard Bond ETFs is All You Need for Globalized Exposure. <clears throat> 
Getting globalized bond exposure doesn't mean that investors have to own debt issues from several several countries. Two ETFs from Vanguard can suffice. First off, investors may want to invest right here at home with a U.S. focused ETF, namely the Vanguard Total Bond Mar- <laughs> Vanguard Total Bond Market Index Fund ETF shares BND for the diversification aspect of a bond portfolio. BND can be paired with the Vanguard Total International Bond Index Fund ETF shares BNDX. Uh, BND presents bond investors with all with an all encompassing aggregate solution to getting U.S. bond exposure. It is an ideal solution for investors seeking to complement their equities exposure. Uh, BND seeks the performance of Bloomberg Barclays U.S. Aggregate Float Adjusted Index. The Bloomberg Barclays um, U.S. Aggregate Float Adjusted Index represents a wide spectrum of public investment-grade taxable fixed income securities in the United States, including government, corporate, and international dollar demonetized bonds, as well as mortgage-backed and asset-backed securities, all with maturities of more than one year. In summary, uh, hold on. In, in summary, BND provides a broad exposure to the taxable investment grade U.S. dollar do, uh, demonetized, uh, denominated, sorry, bond market, excluding inflation protected and tax exempt bonds. Uh, offers relatively high. It offers relatively high potential for investment income. Share value tends to rise and fall modestly. It may be more appropriate for medium or long-term goals where investors are looking for a reliable income stream. It is appropriate for diversifying the risks of stocks in a portfolio. Investment-grade international exposure. Getting bond diversification overseas is an ideal strategy to to complement a domestic bond portfolio. But it could be a slippery slope. Different countries uh, can be a various economic be in various economic phases. So an all-encompassing approach that focuses on investment grade debt may makes BNDX a prime option. BNDX seeks to track the performance of a benchmark index that measures the in- investment return of non-US dollar denominated investment grade bonds. International bonds can provide a diversification tool for fixed income investors um, looking to supplement their current core portfolio. The ETF employs an indexing investment approach designed to track performance of the Bloomberg Barclays Global Aggregate XUS Dollar Float Adjusted RIC Capped Index US hedge, USD Hedged, which provides a broad-based measure of the global investment grade fixed fixed rate debt markets. So in summary, BNDX seeks to track the performance of the Bloomberg Global Aggregate XUSD uh, Float Adjusted RIC Capped Index employs hedging strategies that seek to protect against uncertainty in exchange rates, is passively managed using index sampling, remains fully invested, offers broad exposure across major bond markets outside of the United States, has low expenses that minimize uh, net tracking error. 
yeah, overall, um, that's a good idea. If you want to be exposed to two different uh, bond markets, the U.S. market and, and the international market, it's not. it would allow you to diversify across every single sector if you think about it. Because when you diversify in stocks, um, going with the total stock market, you're basically getting like 4,000 companies, it's pretty incredible. And then to top, and then just, if you want to top everything off, you're getting exposure to like the bond market in so many different ways. So if you think about it, you need three different entities, index funds, and that's all you would really need in your portfolio. You just need the total stock market. And that's pretty much so the total stock market, total US bond market, and the total international bond market. If you have those three, you have diversified across all of those sectors. Um, I do recommend also pairing this, adding to your portfolio a real estate investment trust um, index fund, which would basically be the Vanguard one as well. I just recommend all the Vanguard one. Vanguard actually does it right. Um, Vanguard's been around for a while, but if you do want to diversify the different uh companies that's totally fine if you instead of going with the voo for the s&p 500 index fund you can go with the voo and the spy if you really wanted to but um i do believe there's another total stock market index fund besides the vanguard one so if you wanted to go for those you can kind of mix it up a little bit if you're a little bit curious or concerned but yeah uh, i think maybe i'll read one more article let's see if there's any good ones um I guess this is always a good question. Is now a good time to add bonds? This is a fortune.com article. Is now a good time to add bonds to your portfolio by Jessica Matthews. Posted on September 9th, 2021. And uh, let's see. Welcome to the Dividend, Fortune's new weekly investing column. Uh, available exclusively to our subscribers each week we'll dig into an area of the market that makes market it makes that's making headlines and help you figure out what deserves a place in your portfolio and what doesn't for investors looking for yield in the bond market right now there isn't a whole lot to go around rates for 10-year treasuries were at 1.3 percent and 30-year yields were still less than two percent uh, at 1.9%. As of September 9th, that's compared to rates superseding 2.6% uh, and nearly 3% in January 2019, respectively. And, oh, lordy. What the hell is this? Oh, it's telling me to subscribe. It won't let me read further. <laughs> that's okay. So basically... Is now a good time. I personally, my opinion, it, yeah, it's always a good time to add bonds to your portfolio. It adds a certain level of security in a sense because a bond is basically, uh, oh wow, I just realized. So I just realized the mic is kind of hot, gets a little bit high. I think I might need to uh, do sit down a little bit. I don't know. Let's see. I'll have to do a little bit of uh, tweaking. Uh, the microphone but that's okay so the whole purpose of this is to and what i really want to do in trying to help you guys out is what is the best thing to be exposed to that's always the question you need to ask yourself are you exposed to the right markets 
Um, I think you do. I, here's another thing I'd recommend. And Robert Kiyosaki would be ashamed of me. He's one of my mentors. He'd be ashamed of me if I mentioned this. But I do think having, if you don't feel like buying gold for yourself, um, sometimes investing into a gold ETF might not be a bad idea. A gold exchange and traded fund. Because it would allow you to establish exposure to gold even if it's through an ETF. And plus, if you think about it, it does cost some money to hold gold. You know, you have to have the storage, um, you have to have the space for it. And gold is a sitting asset. So, I mean, if there's an exchange-traded fund, which I do believe there are, there are some good ones, um, look them up. I don't know what the most reputable ones are. And in fact, I may even have to look into one and just like do a video on it and look at the news about it. But um, yeah, no, I think this is a good one. So uh, we'll we'll save that maybe for the next video. But I, I really do enjoy doing these videos, and I want to thank you guys for um, for putting up with me and and all the things that I've been doing with these uh, with these videos. I'm trying to get the microphone closer to me just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean the whole the whole point of what I'm doing here is trying to you know as always educate you guys and, and keep you in the in the loop and in the know. And I think. If there's one thing I can say, I, I think if you continue to invest and you continue to put your money down into different assets and different mediums, you're pretty much on in the clear. Um, it's probably the smartest thing you can do. And I, I want to see you guys succeed. So if there's anything I can do to help out, and even if that's just giving you guys my time and my direction, I'll do it. Uh, this is why I do these videos. That's why I got this microphone stand, so I can make more incredible videos with good audio so you guys can hear me clearly in what I'm saying because I want to help. You know, and if I can, I'll help in any way um, because I see I see my generation is slipping a little bit and, and it really does. It saddens me quite a bit to see my generation slip the way it's slipping. As in, like, you know, we're getting less responsible. We're, um, this is a lot of problems. And, and I, I don't want to be too, um, pessimistic about my generation because that's just not how I roll. I'm really more of an optimistic guy. I do believe that human beings are engineered to be optimistic for a good reason, not just to, um, you know, because who knows what comes after all this. All I know is that I'm happy I get to do this right now. And this is exciting. Um, um, you know, and I, I look at it like this, the reason I do these episodes, this is, I'm getting a little bit philosophical and a little personal, but, um, when I have kids, um, when my girlfriend and I have a child and if I, you know, God forbid I pass too early, you know, they'll be able to get my inheritance and everything. They'll be able to get all my assets and all that. But, um, but the thing is, I want them to be able to see who their dad was by doing these videos. As long as these videos remain on the internet or as long as the audio clips remain on the internet, they always have something to watch. Um, and, you know, and I, uh, I'm getting a little emotional here, but I want to make sure that they know who their dad was, what he was all about, even if he was a weird guy. You know, a guy who just wanted to help people, even though, even though I, I do have aspirations to be, um, I do have aspirations to be the Howard Stern of finance. That's still a thing for me, but I'm going to cut this video short. I hope you guys got a little bit educated. Like I said, you want to diversify across all spaces, the bond market. You want to be exposed to everything in the bond market, everything in the stock market, everything in, everything in gold. Um, 
maybe even a good commodity, even a good commodities um, ETF might not be a bad idea, but real estate's good. Um, real estate uh, is great. I think you should always be exposed to real estate in any way you can, even if it's just through like the Vanguard real estate fund. But anyway, thank you guys for taking the time to view this video. Um, have sex with the like button, have sex with the subscribe button, have sex with the dislike button. And may God have mercy on your soul. Later, guys.